Australia's conference industry is in trouble. Let's have a look. Good evening, everyone. Florian Heiser here, and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I've just settled down with my evening Stein of coffee, and I thought we would have a look at this article from the ABC because it's discussing the conference industry and how it's at risk and the conference organizers are in trouble. Now, conferences are, well, every major city generally has them. They're big events, they're lots of people. Everyone from the staff at the venue to the caterers and even to the taxi drivers and Uber drivers who support that. And then, you know, if you're doing a, a trade show as well, there's all the tradespeople that come in there, all the other people that install it. Then there's just the restaurants and the accommodation. So conferences do generate revenue for the cities. Now, if they're at risk, I would say in some regards, that's a measure of the effects that we're starting to see. And we will start to see on the tourism industry here in Australia and just domestic tourism and business travel because of all of the concerns that people have at the moment, restricting your travel and trips around the country due to uh, and avoiding conferences may be something that is going to be happening more and more. I mean, let us know in the comments, guys. Are you planning to delay any conference trips? Or, you know, are you using them for your CPD points? I'm sure you could claim watching Heiser Says as CPD. Definitely. At least the construction videos. <laughs> so, uh, travel slumps putting event and conference organizers at risk. Leaders of Australia's $30 billion events and conferencing industry are watching nervously as clients take precautions to keep visitors safe or in rising numbers postpone or cancel their plans due to the virus chief executives of meetings and events australia robin johnson said when the economy contracts the events industry is one of the first impacted and 30 billion guys that's that's a big industry that's equivalent to half of our tourism industry. I'm sure there's definitely some overlap there, but just to give you an idea of the scale. Chief executing, oh, she's already said that, I've already read that. It's a very large industry. It employs over 190,000 people across Australia. It delivers about 400,000 events a year and has an economic value of $30.2 billion to the economy, she said. Tech giant Cisco was supposed to host more than 8,500 people at its key Asia-Pacific conference, Cisco Live, in Melbourne for three days this week, but cancelled the event due to ongoing concerns about the outbreak. Well, there you go, 8,500 people, guys, for five days or three days. I think you probably want to stay another day as you arrive, maybe a day after, because you're going to the conference. You're going to be going to the after party. You'll be drinking. You might miss your flight like I did at a conference in Victoria and have to book a later one and just keep sleeping all day. Maybe that's just, just me. Our customers, partners and employees are our top priority. And we strongly, strongly believe this is the right decision given the current circumstances the company said in a statement. Karen Ship is with Place Management New South Wales the body responsible for managing some of Sydney's heritage and cultural places are precincts at the Rocks and Darling Harbour. It's a bit scary thinking about the future, she told ABC News. 
But this is a this is an entire industry that is going to just cop a hammering, guys, isn't it? How many people are going to cancel conferences as we're seeing here? Cisco, eight and a half thousand people going to Melbourne. These aren't small events, guys, and these aren't this is, you know these aren't small businesses. Damn. Most people get surprised that there are so many things going on behind the scenes, she added. Nothing, noting a pop-up event for the T20 World Cup was still going ahead yesterday. Is that it there? It's a small event. But you have to realize, I mean, that's it. If it's all going well, you, know, you don't notice any of the things that go on behind the scenes. That's the trick. That's the trick. It's like design. If it's all done well, you don't. People don't notice how much work is involved in it. I always get told I never knew there were so many people involved in an event. Well, a lot of people haven't haven't really organised events, have they? It's what's the biggest we've done? We did our end of year exhibition. We helped organise that, and five hundred people. And we ran a ran several weekends of opening at for the general public and i think we only got a few people in there <laughs> so events globally are getting cancelled the upheaval for the events industry is a global problem the tokyo olympics set to start july 24th may be postponed or even cancelled what do you think everyone do you think they should postpone the tokyo olympics or should they cancel it you'd hate you'd feel sorry for tokyo considering how much money they spend to win the olympics how much money they spent to prepare for the Olympics, and then it could be taken away. Maybe that's another another argument for why Brisbane, given the current economic situation, shouldn't be investing money in these pipe dreams. Should be in, or not just Brisbane, sorry, Queensland. Maybe the state should either be giving more people more money and more taxes back to its citizens. Maybe reduce that petrol excise. That'll have a greater impact on the economy overall. Everyone will reap that benefit every single one from the people who are driving their cars to the people who are you know doing ubering to taxi drivers to people who are taking public public transport because the trips can be cheaper because the petrol is less expensive the tokyo marathon normally has almost 40,000 runners and many times that lining the course this week only elite runners and wheelchair athletes raced along empty streets the Geneva International Motor Show was cancelled after the Swiss government banned gatherings of more than 1,000 people. The Louvre Museum in Paris, with one of the most famous art collections in the world, is shut. And while the Australian Grand Prix is going ahead, the Shanghai race in April is cancelled and the event's stop in Vietnam is in doubt. Global hotelier Hyatt Hotels has withdrawn its recently released 2020 financial projections because of the impact of the virus, particularly inside China, and with corporations imposing travel restrictions on staff. The US company detailed a decrease in last-minute bookings and a rise in group cancellations in North America and Europe. The company's chief executive, Mark Hoplamazin, said the situation was evolving. Our ability to assess the financial impacts of the virus on our business continues to be limited due to quickly changing circumstances and uncertain consumer demand for travel. So bushfires 
are already having a negative impact on tourism. Yes, and we've discussed that in previous episodes, haven't we, guys? Just how much of an impact the bushfires are having. We have the bushfires all over the world. Now we have this. This economy isn't looking good next this year, is it? Peak. This is the peak time of year for the industry, February and March. Was already affected by the summer's catastrophic bushfires before the virus started its global spread. The downstream industries of tourism, hotels and restaurants are bearing the current brunt of the slowing number of foreign visitors. Hotels are really badly hurt by the virus. They're down, some say, from 20 to 40%, depending on the destination. Our industry members are getting very nervous. Some of the smaller members will be losing $100,000 in one month. And that's going to be a struggle for our industry because we have about 80% of our members that are small business. And if this is long term, they will really struggle to keep the doors open. The International Convention Center in Sydney has 70 events booked this month and more than 100 booked the month after. Only one has cancelled so far, but Chief Executive Jeff uh, Dooney expects the number to rise. There's a great deal of concern expressed by those clients, he said. Events that have delegates attending from Asia were likely to be impacted. Only a relatively small number have taken the decision to postpone at this stage, but we do expect that to escalate, he said. The daily news about the spread of the disease locally is starting to bite now, with concerned inquiries from the host of events with the domestic audience. But it's not the full first time the industry has faced such issues. When we look back at all the major issues, major uh, crises that affected us every four or five years, health epidemics, SARS, MERS, things like the September 11, and natural disasters, something like this happens on a relatively regular basis, he said. So industry hopes to recover, but uncertain how fast. Well, of course, you hope to recover. That's insane not to. While there is an understandable focus on health and safety required to enable meetings to keep running, with conferences booked up to five years in advance, the operator of Sydney's key conference venues wants organisers to look to the future. They do finish, he says. We need, so we need to make sure we maintain a market position, we keep a relationship going, we keep the pipeline of business active. It's incredibly important to have a dual approach to these sorts of things. Accommodation Association Chief Executive Dean Long said escalating travel bans made it difficult to determine outcomes and noted the bounce in global travel was six months after SARS was contained in 2003. So we could see we could see a six month delay, guys. What's that going to happen? Say, say if, it, if it's under control by July, it could be till the end of the year before there's a rebound. The support by both consumers and businesses will be vital in ensuring sustainable employment and operations for businesses in the visitor economy, he said. Hotel broker Dean Dransfield said the real impact was yet to hit the event industry and the accommodation operators who depend on the trade. My read of it is that we're a month away from knowing whether it's worse than people are currently thinking or a lot better, Mr. Dransfield said. The managing director of Dransfield Hotels and Resorts Dean Dransfield has been helping clients buy and sell hotels for three decades. He doesn't foresee chains collapsing as booking slow, but acknowledges there will be pain. We'll see some big lo losers and also some moderate winners. 
and that will change throughout the year, he said. I think the losers will emerge relatively quickly and winners will emerge slowly through the balance of the year. What we don't know is how long the hard part is going to be. Hotel sector is the biggest loser as Chinese visitors drop. And that's, well, yeah, that's this industry, guys, right here. That's the tourism. $60 billion worth of our economy. Mr. Dransfield predicts the losses will be hotels highly dependent on international visitors, particularly from China and Southeast Asia. He said while solid reserves of capital and low interest rates will limit financial distress, driving cash flow was a problem as guests or diving cash flow was a problem as guests stay away. And cash flow is key to any business. We're seeing all these restaurants, guys, that are going under one after another. And it's because of cash flow issues. He predicted there would be a slowdown in future investment potentially killing off some developments that haven't yet broken ground on construction. Uncertainty created by the spread will be ongoing. There's a real leveraged impact if an event doesn't come, Mr. Dugney said. The convention center in Sydney boasts it's created over $900 million of spending in Sydney, New South Wales last year with 90% of that spent outside the building. Conference guests stay for a short, shorter time than tourists, but spend up to four, four or five times as much money in restaurants and shops and hotels while they're here. Yeah, I, yeah, I can agree. I can attest to that from my own experience. <laughs> we lose out, but the city and the city's bus businesses lose out even more, unfortunately, as well, he said. He said Australia may have already hit the worst case scenario. It is having a sig very significant effect on travel plans, he said. But it was important to separate the economic discussion from the health discussion. It feels like what's happening at the moment is the economic outcome is significantly worse than the health outcome, he said. It does, doesn't it? It does. The approach that the different governments are taking in dealing with containment will be something that they'll have to be have to carefully review periodically. And it will be very interesting to see in hindsight whether they feel they've done enough, too much, or I'd add, too little. So what do you think, guys? The conference industry, the hotel industry, the tourism industry can cop a lot. And if we're seeing just here in Sydney, the, the you know, the International Conference Center was bringing 900, what was it, 900 million dollars into the economy worth of spending. It's a big chunk of money, guys. As always, please let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan, there are a few ways you can support us. You can share the content, get it out there, let your friends and family know about the channel. You can support us via our Patreon, joining us there for a small monthly fee. You can also support, join the channel directly here on YouTube for a small monthly donation. You can use our affiliate links for Amazon and eBay for your consumer purchases. We receive a small advertiser's commission, and I notice several people are buying Blu-ray uh, anime and videos. We also have affiliate links with Independent Reserve and KuCoin for your crypto trading. We receive a share of the fee. Doesn't cost you anything. Finally, we have Pocket Squares available from the HighSSS website. Find the link to that in the comment below, the pinned comment, and PayPal if you want to contribute that way. Thanks to everyone who's helped. Take care, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye for now.